We're recording uh, now. Oh, oh wow. Right. <laughs> well, then I won't say the thing I just said. No. <laughs> it was can I, I it's it was cancelable. Yeah, yeah. Todd and John don't want to get canceled. I, I will what... not stand for what Bryn just said about the Algerians. <laughs> <laughs> They're a proud people. Yeah. Yeah. Bryn, I mean, I don't like Joe Biden either, but like the stuff you said about Irish people. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I found out on my other show that there <laughs> that there's a whole group of people who are Irish who have a uh, a, a, sl- a slur towards them that is now used for being called tired mm. in 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 British speak. I was at the origin. It's like I'm yes. tired because I've been traveling around being Irish all day or something. That's like the <laughs> oh, metaphor. That's which what they're one, saying. Which one is it? Like knackered? Knackered. Okay. So, but when you when you when you're referring to the white people who travel around you call them that word uh-huh. like the travelers yeah live in ireland like uh-huh. okay interesting Wait. like and like it, it, that band that walks 500 miles would they count <laughs> the proclaimers maybe <laughs> oh no, maybe that's what they're oh yeah what, what does it mean to traveling cult like they just are they're scottish nomadic. They? they're called the traveling community wow. and if you go to their wikipedia it'll tell you all about them they made themselves a wikipedia cool <laughs> yeah, they made it. <laughs> I would love to make myself a Wikipedia. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't the, allow it. The Proclaimers are for sure Scottish. I was pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not Irish. True. Well, I don't... Yeah, I think it's Irish. There's, is there 500 miles to walk on that damn island? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. You're going to walk in knows. circles. I'm going yeah. to walk to Wales. This, this MF said he would walk through the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> he must really love that person. Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> it's, a, it's a love story for the ages. Yes. <laughs> it is. Our generations. Well, that's um, interesting. <laughs> what's a love story? My heart will go on. From uh, yeah, generation. there you go. That's Avatar. <laughs> Probably from the same year. It's our generation's Avatar too. Uh, <laughs> don't, no spoilers. No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I have not been either. able to convince anybody to go with me because it's three hours long. I'm trying Every, to go this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, awesome. I'm talking to people. I'm like, yeah, hey, you want to go to the movies? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. What do you want to go see? Avatar. Dude, you know that's three hours. I'm like, three yeah. hours of incredible. Yeah, they, they don't want bang for their buck. It's like every every hour you're there, that's like the same price for a ticket and you get more time in the theater. More yeah. AC. I guess you don't want AC right now. More time to eat. But you get, there's a, you get IMAX for three hours. Yeah, you get yeah. uh, <laughs> 3D glasses for three hours. Ooh, are what we going to movie 3D? ticket yeah. cost? Hell yeah, we have to. Yeah, yeah. Right, Probably a movie ticket costs, what, 10 $35? How much could a movie <laughs> ticket cost, Michael? A hundred times? I haven't been to the movies before, <laughs> since before COVID, but what, like a movie wow. ticket costs. Really? Say, you like haven't 10, gone to see a movie? Yeah. 10, IMAX is going to be more. IMAX is probably going to be like 20 bucks because it's a big screen. At least. I usually wait till stuff comes on streaming, but like, okay, so say a movie costs 10, 12 bucks, but you're getting three hours of entertainment, then you're making profit off of the money that you spend. Because like, <laughs> That's technically right. the movie yeah, theater yeah. itself, like the entity of the movie theater should be getting mm-hmm. paid at least minimum wage. So you are technically exploiting the labor of the movie theater by getting three hours of entertainment labor, <laughs> but only paying so, the ten to twelve dollars. I call this. Wait, 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 I call wait, this yeah. an absolute win. So what you what you're saying <laughs> is you're you're spending ten to twelve bucks to get three to three and a half hours of enjoyment in a highly exploitative environment. Mm-hmm. You've basically just attended a hardcore show. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm functionally a hardcore landlord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, I saw a, a funny thing that Edie Falco said because she's in the new Avatar. Apparently, she oh, is. Oh, Carmella yeah. was in Avatar. Wow. Yeah, and they they Hell filmed yeah. it like her parts like four fucking years ago. Wow. So when someone asked her about it, she was like. Oh, that hasn't come out yet. I assumed it, <laughs> it came out and flopped because I never heard anything. <laughs> I love, oh, I love that answer. like way it's of awesome. being like a movie actor or whatever. It's like uh, once the check is paid, mm -hmm. you don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, we, we've experienced it ourselves too. It's like at this point, if someone was like, "Hey, Todd, what'd you say?" on an episode of Beep Beep three weeks ago. Name one thing you talked about. You'd be like, I'm drawing <laughs> no a blank. Idea. Yeah. No idea. No fucking sorry. clue. So if you're in a movie two years ago and someone is like, what do you remember about this process? You'd be like, honestly, nothing. Uh, James Cameron was <laughs> nice. I don't know. I said the lines and then I forgot them to memorize new lines. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I tried to jump back into a job I had four years ago, I would fuck everything up so no, bad. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> like, right yeah, like Especially if it's something that you don't like doing and you're only doing it because you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. Like, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. It, that, like, let's like, say that you were in Avatar the... 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't imagine it was enjoyable to just stand in front of a green screen for like weeks at a time. Yeah, with blue paint all over you or whatever. <laughs> well, she, she actually said in the interview, I thought this was funny too. She's one of the only human characters in the film. Oh. And oh, she okay. said, I wanted to be all tall and blue and I didn't get to do any of that stuff. So it kind of <laughs> just sounds like she was like, fuck this. Give me my check. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. like, I thought I was going to get to be blue. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you too, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool. I'm out. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's still just having flashbacks of Sopranos on Avatar. <laughs> There's like one fat blue blue alien that does crimes. Yeah. His name is a Brooklyn Big Pussy. Yeah. yeah, he's still named Big Pussy. Yeah. Jake, Jake Sully walks yeah. up to her character and she's like, what, you didn't bring the pajou? Oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut, Edie. Get over here, unwind your weird head tail thing and have some brachial. <laughs> 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 Avatar is back, baby. We can make jokes about Avatar. We can make jokes about the weird way they have sex with their hair. The weird way of water. Yeah. <laughs> when did the first one come out? Like 2009? I think it's 2009. Yeah. It was Holy the first fuck. year of the Obama presidency. You know, no one was even thinking about Donald Trump at all. Or Hillary no, no, Clinton. we every, everyone was thinking about Donald Trump. No yeah. one would shut up about the fucking apprentice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and, uh, like and it was ago. on all the. Everyone loved yeah, that yeah, show. Right. Had, had the birtherist stuff started then? Yes. yet too. Like no, okay, no, so Donald Trump was like doubly. Here's the thing media. with Avatar coming out in '09. Before 2009, nobody talked about colonialism. Nobody talked about it. <laughs> no one heard of they it. Never, yeah. They had never even heard. Had they barely even invented. invented the concept. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. No, no, people were saying all sorts of bad stuff, and then in 2009, the conversation shifted. So yeah, they joined the conversation. When the Donald Trump showed up in Avatar, <laughs> the, 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 these Avatar was the, the they're not even using this planet for they're the entire fired. indigenous rights movement. You guys don't probably don't remember this, but no, uh, I forget. Mm, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. It's, it's slipped my mind. <laughs> Me, I'm basically Christopher Columbus <laughs> in a good way. I'm on. He's a good guy, right? <laughs> we all love him. Yeah, better than Lincoln. Better than George Washington. <laughs> it's Italian American discrimination. We talked uh, well, about we talked about the 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 
Trump cards? Not I yet. don't think we talked about Trump ago. cards yet. No. Oh, the fucked up thing is, I guess the price keeps going up. Let's look at the. So, um, oh, so no Todd, how, how many did you buy? Yeah, I thought the, that wasn't supposed to happen. I didn't anymore. buy any. I was nobody told me they were going to go up in price. I thought they were a pump and dump. Nobody <laughs> tells me this shit. I, I just imagine Jim Cramer on Mad Money losing his fucking mind. Like the fake scam product is rapidly inflating. <laughs> buy, buy, buy. I guess it's a buy. It's technically not, but I mean, do it. It's absolutely a buy. I wanted to buy one, but I don't have. I don't really know how. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is the perfect thing. You have Polygon. He it's really. Waited. Oh, no, really? I don't want to get the coin. <laughs> he waited to wait into this thing until it, exactly like people who would normally buy commemorative coins had finally heard of NFTs. Like the, that's right. When, mm. when NFTs had reached the level of being well known to people who watch basic cable late at night, mm-hmm. he jumped on it. He was like, "This is my moment." <laughs> like my music is. Oh my god, that's Trump's music. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. I can give you the. I, let me give you a quick numbers rundown on the Trump right, digital trading it. card right. NFT collection. So one thing that. <laughs> to keep in mind here is it's on the polygon chain right so normally right. nfts you can do right. nfts on most like crypto chain like smart generally uh, ETH, right, right? any mm-hmm. any yeah but any um like polygon phantom avax they all use all the, normal type pokemon that have no weaknesses <laughs> that's they, they use the ethereum virtual machine so it's basically it's pretty easy to port an nft contract over to one of these chains so polygon is a pretty common nft chain um, it's interesting because it, within the crypto world, I'm pretty sure that Polygon, if you release your NFT on Polygon, it, it has a connotation that it's kind of less, it's, it's a little cheaper. Oh, right? it's not that prestigious. It's, it's not, not an Ivy League po- Trump, Trump didn't want to pay all that gas fees on oh. Ethereum network. So he switched, he did his a thing on Polygon. Also, really funny thing, creator fee of 10%. So I'm pretty sure that means that every time one of these is traded, a 10% royalty goes to uh, the deployer contract address. Oh, that sounds very lucrative. So you're saying yeah. every time someone trades one, Trump makes 10% on the back I end? I believe so. Okay, oh, and wow. then the floor <laughs> price is Christopher, sitting at gonna... <laughs> 0.238 ETH. All right, folks, so... Folks, okay. we've reinvented tithing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christopher, you don't try, understand. We're going to make 10% tax. on the back end every fucking time they buy it. The Tony <laughs> Soprano coin is going to the moon. So, <laughs> so these, apparently, I think they launched at $99 a piece, right? Yeah. And they're worth about a quarter of an ETH right now. And ETH is trading at $1,200 right now. So, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So these have tripled in value since they launched. The funniest yeah. thing, but the thing I want to point out here, there are 45,000 of these, right? Okay. Like, which is huge for is an NFT collection. So? Right? Hmm. By comparison, like... Uh, there were only 151 original Pokemon. I think there's only 10,000 10, bored apes uh. or something like that. There's not um, even that many baseball players. But like. that's not the number that's the funniest <laughs> here. There are uh, only 15,000 owners of Trump cards. Mm. That's a Ooh, 34% okay. owner, unique owner rate, which means that <laughs> the average, on average, everybody who has a Trump card has three. I'll give you a, <laughs> I'll give you a holographic garbage pail Trump <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your foil um <laughs> uh magic the gathering theme <laughs> so regardless oh yeah there's of, a ursa trump yeah, he's got yeah, the two red and blue trump. eyes yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely raised Dr. a cradle Kobe. of trump tower he, he definitely raised a couple million on this which is very funny um the the fun thing to me is like that 
royalty fee, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that that's just every time they're traded, uh, that he makes royalties off of it. It's it is the ultimate grift, and you do kind of have to respect the grift. No, that's amazing. I didn't know that's how you could even do that. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's what the creator fee is. That's pretty cool. Hilarious. Yeah. So basically, you're saying Todd, there's like a couple thousand guys with trucks absolutely covered in weird bumper stickers, and they've made some money this week. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that actually, that's a good idea. You could print out the Trump trading cards as bumper stickers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> astronaut trump on your truck you should put those on your shop yeah if only we knew somebody who was uh doing drop shipped bumper stickers (laughs) (laughs) who loved copyright infringement doomer.shop if only we knew somebody who had a genius business idea after genius business idea (laughs) because actually there's a new position opening up due to a twitter poll (laughs) oh Oh, yeah yeah uh, I, I we might actually get to stop talking about Elon Musk pretty soon because it looks like he's a, he'll still own Twitter, but he won't be the CEO anymore. Yeah, I want to apo- I want to apologize for for willing all of this, into existence. this into existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we our very second episode was we invented Elon Watch and we did not expect mm-hmm. it to catch on to mm-hmm. this global of a level. We are we I yeah. believe we've started this flame and and I'm I'm trying to quell it at this point. <laughs> It feels yeah, so I mean, quaint that the first episode we were like, Elon's going to go to Burning Man with his girlfriend Grimes. What will this guy think of next to be annoying? And he was like, <laughs> what if I invade your home and your phone and constantly pester you <laughs> with the worst memes you've ever seen? Look, I'm just going to say it. This podcast catches on to things early. We have the site. We're that one kid in the room who's not fooled by the animation of a bush that's a totally different color than the <laughs> background of all the other bushes. We know when we see it. Yeah, and absolutely so- true. Elon posted two polls on Twitter. He posted one. I don't even remember what the first one was, but it was something like, should I reinstate such and such a feature or should I unban Mm -hmm. certain accounts? And he had four options and everyone was like, yeah, you should just do it. And then he replied to it and he was like, going to re-poll too many options. (laughs) And then he posted another (laughs) poll and he was like, should I step down as CEO of Twitter? And then importantly, I will abide by the results of this poll, which is such a funny thing. Do we to know? Do. Is the poll closed yet? Yeah, it's done. It's over. He and lost. He, lost. Yeah. Yeah. he got pretty owned, yeah, by like almost 60%, I think. Well, yeah. look, <laughs> from like a game theory perspective, you kind of want him to keep being in charge of Twitter to continue running it into the ground, right? Because yeah. anybody he appoints is probably going to be quieter but more ruthlessly efficient in turning mm-hmm. it into whatever the fuck Elon's plans for it are. Right. My sense is that he wants to step down because Tesla mm-hmm. stock is tanking. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got well, actual thi- business to run and that probably all the board members at Tesla are probably mad at him for not running Tesla <laughs> or the SpaceX general theory, or whatever. Though, is, is that Twitter. the reason he bought Twitter was as an excuse to sell Tesla stock. So mm. I don't, okay. depending on whether you believe that's true, Oh, I think like it's he plausible. Wanted to, like he wanted to sell Tesla stock kind of high because he knows it's inflated and he wanted yeah, to cash in. Yeah, he promised some... he would never sell it. So buying mm. Twitter was a way for him to cash in with plausible deniability. He was like, well, sure. now I got to sell it. Mm, At this point, the only reason I even want to bother understanding all of that arcane financial shit <laughs> is because I do want to know whether he's fucked or not so I can like decide whether or not to open my Elon, you know, might throw himself out of the 10th story champagne. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like at the end of the day, when you say something like it seems like Twitter bought te- uh, Twitter so he could sell Tesla stock. I'm like, yeah, Elon bought the magic beans on Wednesday because he knew it would rain <laughs> Thursday morning. <laughs> well, I I mean, it's funny because he's he's shrewd, right? Like he's not an idiot. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. also a huge liar, though, and also kind of an idiot. Mm-hmm. One thing I found out He's about Elon... He's a real Elon, Billy Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing I found out about Elon is that I always assumed that what it said on Wikipedia that he went to college in material sciences and stuff and had a mm-hmm. degree and that's none of that's true mm-hmm. like he really? for, he like bought degrees and like forged degrees and stuff yeah what did he actually do he like dropped out of uh like business for your business college or something yeah, he doesn't even have an undergrad and then claimed that he like studied material science also was in like a phd program for material science or <laughs> physics or something hey, like just bonus points for getting one over on the education system oh my god well it's like just being a pathological liar is like a very profitable industry absolutely especially in america yeah like i just watched a two-hour h bomber guy video about the roblox oof yeah (laughs) that's a good video it's really great and tommy tallarico is just another example of people who are like exactly that like pathological liars but also very very wealthy because like a lot of very stupid people in in impressionable industries like politics or technology <laughs> just buy their bullshit whole cloth all yeah, day no, nobody ever and, checks and their work the media doesn't even check they like they called they, they don't call like fucking harvard or mm-hmm. wherever the fuck you said mm-hmm. mit or uh, yeah something stanford maybe i don't know he's like did this person go there and like someone finally did it and they're like no he never did <laughs> he never <laughs> went, never went here it's very easy yeah yeah it makes me want to just start applying to jobs I'm not qualified for under other names and seeing how long it takes me to get one. <laughs> it's really <laughs> not that hard. nothing wrong with that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the hardest thing would be getting like a fake driver's license or something to, yeah. uh, to operate under the name of... Uh, Jake Jake Zagtraman or whatever you're going to be. I mean, they make prepaid debit card style thingies that you can just get direct deposit to now. So it's like, it's pretty easy to live a lie. I got to imagine. Mm -hmm. Not that I've ever thought about doing it and then using that uh, outside of society situation to infiltrate major intelligence centers. But, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it could happen. You certainly could do that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, John just shows up with a haircut and into a suit next week, and he's like, I'm just trying something <laughs> different out, guys. Uh, I didn't get a job at a fusion center. Yeah. For an assumed name. Yeah, I, mean, I it's did not the, do that. It's the ultimate cover, right? You, you have long hair for literally more than half of your life, and then when you cut it, nobody will believe it's you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like just... recognition. Yeah. Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of facial recognition, uh, everybody's been talking about this on Twitter. Um, there was a Rockettes show at Radio City Music Hall where the quote-unquote mother of a Girl Scout who also happens to be a lawyer at a law firm that is representing personal injury plaintiffs in cases against Radio City Music Hall was escorted out of the building after security walked up to her and informed what? that uh, the building's facial recognition had recognized her and that she was not welcome at the event. What? Why? As what? Uh, our facial recognition robots uh, have determined that you're a bitch, and we're <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like, what? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, they they said like, you know, you we recognize that you're on a legal team that provides counsel to people who are suing this organization that is hosting, mm-hmm. and so oh. you don't get to be here to witness the show because 
you have a job that conflicts with our job. And it's like, Holy you know, shit. yeah, wow. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be really scary when, uh, I don't know, the police start using this a little bit more widespread. Yeah. Like it's easy oh, if I'm you're sure just a very are. wealthy institution that has a very small geographic area like radio city music hall mm -hmm. to roll this out relatively quickly but if it's in their hands it's also in law enforcement's hands it's just taking them longer to roll it out because for instance new york city or chicago are rather large geographically true true mm -hmm. okay that is uh, very fucking disturbing honestly mm -hmm. yeah scary yeah it seems like one of those situations where it's um it there that's like a liability thing where they think as soon as they let her in that there's going to be a you know she's going to look for reasons that they're more liable but that's yeah it seems insane that they're just like yeah we might have something that makes us guilty at a rockets show i don't mm -hmm. know is it legal to like i mean isn't wouldn't couldn't this be like argued that it's uh like uh, restricting restricting access to discovery I mean, yeah, I don't maybe, know. but like, I, I don't know if you can just like say you can't look at our place because you're suing I think us. It, yeah. that's the thing about the United States, though, is like if you are a private company that has a private yeah. venue, you can refuse entry to anybody for any reason as long as it's not considered mm. racist, sexist, uh, you know, or discriminatory against a certain religion or other protected class. So and it's even like, then, yeah, and even then, they still let you do it. If yeah, this yeah. Girl Scout mom instead went to the Rockets Theater and asked them to bake her a cake for a gay wedding, then, right, then we'd we could have get to, out you know, the popcorn <laughs> for the Supreme Court battle. Yeah, then we'd watch have a problem. Them just, uh, every member of the uh, Supreme Court like files into the room. They get their the papers. They look down at the papers. Their heads start smoking and spinning and explode <laughs> like robots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just really worried about this because it's like, you know, the the license plate cameras and everything are already bad enough. But now it's like if you're involved in a let's you just have a job at an institution that is essentially at war with another institution. And now you can't go and use any of those institutions amenities, even if it is a mainstay in your community. I'm not saying radio city music hall is like an indispensable, you know, part of the <laughs> culture or anything, yeah, but it's yeah. like, there are going to be things that people rely on. And so it's like, this kind of stuff shouldn't be allowed. And also I resent the fact that it takes away your ability to go into a building that, you know, you kind of sort of shouldn't be in and just quietly hang around and do nothing wrong, but think, I'm really not supposed to be here. <laughs> now, what she should have done if is only worn they a, knew. <laughs> a yellow safety vest and carried a clipboard. Right. That's Walked the right past the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah with like well, a big hat on, maybe. That's the problem is facial recognition stuff is going to put an end to that, too. You're going to try to get into the AMC with a ladder and a clipboard, and they're going to be like, excuse me, sir, you're, <laughs> you're not a registered vendor with our system. And it's like, motherfuck. Like, <laughs> sneaking into Legoland with a ladder and a clipboard. Hi, I'm here to fix the... The plumbing? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm the, here to uh, check the uh, resolution on the Legoland movie for four o'clock, please. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to check the resolution on the popcorn and large soda. Uh, yeah, so that's going to yeah. be comped. Ooh, all the way down to the atomic level. I like it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is so realistic looking. Doesn't look like Legos at all. It doesn't even taste like Legos. <laughs> wow, delicious Legos. Yeah. Is that a cork? Is that a nuance? Mm, delicious. Uh. <laughs> Sir, can you please move out of the line? Unless someone else Will you pass the, the neutrino salt? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's a good point, John, that like, you know, we have, we're, we're seeing with something as simple as Twitter, how it's like, it's basically the digital town square and like every other website or forum or whatever has been 
you know, pushed out of existence by big mm-hmm. social media websites. And then someone rich can just take it over and uh, ban people they don't like. Ooh, so did what you see how he banned like, those journalists? I did. Yeah, that was uh, funny and weird. <laughs> yeah, but what, hap- what happens? Like, he did Chris a poll saying, like, and he with, unbanned they, them a day later, right? I think some of them. I feel like some others didn't get. I, I'm not sure. Like the ones that are like the most left wing or most critical of Empire maybe didn't get unbanned. Okay, but now imagine that you're trying to use the McDonald's at Tesla headquarters, right? Yeah. And then two armed McDonald's guards come out and they're like, sir, our facial recognition detected you are not a Tesla employee. <laughs> <laughs> or like trying to order on Amazon or something. Is the Amazon sure. drone going to show up and be like, wait, you're suing Jeff Bezos, so therefore we can't deliver your uh, diapers and right? formula? Yeah. yeah. Like, sure, and for not? a lot of people, like it's unfortunate to say, but like some of the, these services have become so ubiquitous that like, the resources to get that stuff without using Amazon no longer exist in a lot of parts of the mm-hmm. country. Like mm-hmm. people do have to rely on that because it might be an hour, two hour drive to the nearest Walmart, Costco, you know, whatever kind of situation. Yeah, I find myself having a really hard time having regular conversations with people because I've, I, I end up calling things the state when people don't understand why <laughs> I'm like, Amazon is the state. Like it has an infrastructure, it like has an infrastructural stranglehold mm-hmm. on you, on the public. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, like more, they di- control, more directly, like most goods at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and more importantly, Amazon web services is like one of the top five largest defense contractors period full stop like bigger than right. a lot of companies that make bombs and planes and things God. which yeah. i tried to explain to somebody recently and they looked at me like i was a fucking like they were like that sounds like a conspiracy theory i was like this is regular information <laughs> what like, that amazon like sells data or like amazon web services services the military is a military yeah. contractor you, you you can ask any stock trader and they will tell you the same thing <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not with this isn't conspiracy level shit here yeah. they're out in the open they have that little logo that says military with yeah, a little yeah. smile mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, you they, don't see uh, it in the New York Times, though. So, yeah, so they're basically an arm of the state, but with, like, zero oversight. So... Mm-hmm. Because we live in so the like fucking the CIA. Right. That, right? Like, <laughs> there's, um, there's always, like, that Reddit-tier um, talking point of, oh, you don't want to have a social credit score like China, but if we- a social credit score comes to America... It's we have going that to be, instead of yeah, a yeah, fiscal credit it's score. Going to, yeah, it, well, yeah, we already have credit scores from like Experian, Experian, and uh, you know the the credit reporting agencies. But if there's going to be a social element to that, it's going to be administrated by corporate oversightless entities acting on behalf of the state, right? Like yeah. the same sort of diffusion of responsibility that we saw with. Um, like, you know, regardless of the kind of, um, clumsy way in, in which Elon Musk and, uh, what's her name? Barry Weiss have been rolling out the (laughs) the Twitter files. Um, there there are, there are (laughs) emails between FBI, CIA asking Twitter to censor topics, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's in America. You supposedly have rights, but at the end of the day, all they all they have to do to violate your rights is subcontract a company to do it, whether it's censoring something on a social media app or doing facial recognition to have you kicked out of, I don't know, the the Rockettes or something. Yeah, well, and 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 
Before we move on from credit scores, I just want to remind people the only countries in the world with credit scores are the United States, Canada, Germany, Japan, Spain, and Australia. So it's just <laughs> the a good list guys. of the most fascist <laughs> countries in the world. You mean the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> credit <laughs> scores are all, aren't they also newer than the Game Boy? Like they were invented in 1992 mm-hmm. or something? People act like this is just... This is the most annoying thing is that like anything economic, people are just like, it's a law of nature. Like, oh, yeah, credit scores. You got to have a good credit score. You got to have a good credit score. Like, oh, in in a recession, there's inflation. That just happens. The same as gravity. Here here we see the the white-tailed deer. He has a terrible credit score. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of conspiracy theories. I wanted to say... Uh, <laughs> I always like to speak of conspiracy theories. Go I ahead. love yeah. to speak of Let's conspiracy theories. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that um, that that that's that's how the entire lie of America works, and it, and I think mm-hmm. it it makes it really difficult to talk to people about uh, about how the state works because everything mm-hmm. can be like well. The government doesn't really, and, and it's funny because all these libertarians have this like, well, capitalism will just work better if we had regulation, if we didn't have any regulation. It's like, mm-hmm. what regulation? <laughs> Literally, what yeah. is there to do? You mean, um, you mean a $25,000 OSHA fine for a company that made $1.5 billion this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that like the Twitter files is so frustrating. That's what I want to say. I wanted to say that the Twitter files is such a frustrating thing because it's like, yes. What they're pointing out is bad, I guess, but it, it like it is, but it's just the way the country works. We already knew this stuff, immense, a lot of the stuff and, too. And, it's and, and immense the, we've been saying that social media is a propaganda arm of the state, right? And we've it's been like saying it, this shit since the Panama Papers, right? But it literally feels like a fucking limited hangout to me because it's it like is. the yeah, point of this is to say that the state has a left liberal social justice agenda, yeah, and yeah. they're like it's fine to do this stuff where like the state asks and it's like Mm -hmm. as though it was just happening on Twitter and just to like protect queer people or something. And Mm -hmm. that's, what's bad about it instead of like showing you a narrative of how the country actually works. And I find that, very, very frustrating. Yeah, I'm fucking curious to see, uh, you know, Barry Weiss is on the payroll of the government of Israel, right? We know this. Right. This is a publicly known fact. Um, where is Where are the Twitter files about anything related to, like, global politics? Yeah, where, where's where the... are the Twitter files related to the Saudis, uh, <laughs> yeah. Israel, like, fucking who, Brazil? Like, where, what, what is the CIA? Sense like so maybe they censored stuff in the United States, like the Hunter Biden laptop thing and stuff related to COVID and uh, and you know a lot of um, they censor like, all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, but, but where is the New York censoring? Times files? What? Yeah, what were they <laughs> censoring in countries where the United States wants to do regime change? What? Because I'm yeah. sh- like <laughs> they're showing you the the most um, like sensational stuff. So that you don't think, well, what are the client states doing? Well, and it's it's also like all of the the accusations of like influencing these institutions like Twitter and other social media organizations are like what they want you to focus on because they don't have to 
influence them when these social media organizations actively hire federal intelligence agents as consultants. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then when they get done working as consultants, they resign from the CIA or whatever and go work at Twitter as a regular employee, (laughs) maintaining their Rolodex of intelligence contacts. It's like there's more than one revolving door (laughs) in the United (laughs) States government. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, well, speaking, speaking of, of conspiracy theories, conspiracy yeah. theories coming true. <laughs> That's right. Something we've we always got? known. All right. The CIA finally admitted they killed JFK. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a yay? That's yay. That's they like, admitted uh, it. To very little fanfare from the fucking, you know. From like, anybody. Look, from look, any look. major media outlets. Admitting there's a problem is the first step. <laughs> and I would like <laughs> to, to congratulate the CIA <laughs> I'm beginning their recovery. Yeah, the, the CIA's next step is going and reaching out to everybody they've wronged and been like, damn, I was going through a really rough time in my life. That's going to take a while. Look, I, I appreciate the CIA for sitting their white asses down and listening. It's good. Yeah. Uh, so basically what happened is uh, they, so they didn't admit anything. Pa- papers yep. were uh, uncovered, fully redacted bullshit, but like, um, I believe it was like a cover letter that proves that Lee Harvey Oswald was uh, employed by the CIA months a before mm-hmm. months before the um, the November shooting of JFK, and um, that that he was an agent, that he was not yep. he was he was not just some guy, he was not a lone nut or whatever. Yeah, he was a CIA operative, and then you know. And uh, yes, it basically proves the idea that he was working for them and was used as a patsy and everything that we've always communist literature on him, right? Uh, No, that I mean, they um, he had been working at the Fair Play for his whole deal was that he was like Fair Play for Cuba. He defected Mm -hmm. to the Soviet Union to sort of like give the Soviets fake information. Like he was like working with the CIA to like fuck them up. He was a spy. You know, and so then he like married a girl in the Soviet Union, came back. He was allowed to come back to the USA. Um, <laughs> Usually happens if you defect to the no, the mm-hmm. enemy. Of he the went state. on yeah. TV saying he was a Marxist Leninist and that he and then he was like working in Dallas out of a CIA office in the quote unquote fair play for Cuba mm-hmm. uh, organization. And then um, days before the JFK shooting uh, was supposedly in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like it was like people saying that they were Lee Harvey Oswald in Mexico. Right, but who didn't look anything like him. But didn't sound or look anything like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was suspiciously in Dallas, uh, not suspiciously where George Bush was at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, doesn't George Bush like... Working at a book depository like, for yeah, some this, reason. This was a bad day, but I don't really remember anything about it. I don't know where I was. <laughs> No, yeah, he he was in Dallas. Um, Yeah, George Bush was probably his fucking handler. Yeah, he was the director of the CIA. Was the president? Yeah, Um, cool, cool transition. So yeah, so so it's just another piece of, and it's funny, you know. I think at this point, it's like even if they did just admit it, you know, we killed the president of the United States in 1963. Uh, No one cares. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's because no one has really done a great job of well not nobody a lot of really smart smarter people than me have done great jobs explaining why this is important but nobody mm-hmm. with a lot of reach um, 
has been able to lay down any kind of narrative of mm-hmm. like a <laughs> the Waffen SS murdered the democratically elected president and we never had democracy again. Like we yeah. live in a country run by a military rogue association um, who doesn't give a shit who you vote for. <laughs> There's a parastate apparatus. It doesn't exist mm-hmm. directly within the state, but it's a powerful, mm-hmm. ca- you know, cabal mm-hmm. of wealthy and, and powerful <laughs> people. They run the judiciary. They control the legislative branch and they're still going to do everything that they can to fuck you. And is it really so crazy to believe that the country <laughs> that installs those might have one of their own. <laughs> yeah, and it might be the main one. <laughs> imagine, imagine, if you will, a plumber whose house doesn't contain a toilet. It makes <laughs> no sense. Uh, come on, John. You got flawed lot. What? Every guy who uh, is a contractor and builds pools, he has his own pool. Does every chef make himself a five-star meal every night? I don't think so. Yeah, the chefs US don't even eat, John. You're come talking on. crazy. <laughs> My favorite uh, uh, result of the this revelation about the cia is that libs have now decided that they have to defend the cia yeah sure because sure. Libs really? in recent months right they love jim office the the, the yeah. fbi <laughs> and the cia specifically have sort of become like the the lib avengers right they're like heroes sure. to libs now so and i know this idea that like bryn said the CIA killed the sitting president and every election since has been illegitimate runs flat in the face of this lib idea that we have our strongest, most fortified election ever. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have to then believe that the CIA murdering JFK was a uh, right wing conspiracy theory, which is, Mm. you know, which rocks. It just fucking rocks. <laughs> I mean, why, why do you it's think Barack nonsense. Obama backed off on closing Guantanamo oh so quickly? Mm-hmm. They said, uh, yeah, well, Kennedy, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, like, they don't, have, they don't have to say it, but, like, I think, I, wa- I do wonder, like, the people who are, like, does Joe Biden know that that happened? Because yeah, I, I feel I, like Lyndon Johnson knew that happened. George, mm-hmm. like that's almost for sure. Nixon absolutely knew that happened. He said so much on the tapes. Um, George Bush knew that happened. Probably George W. Bush knew that happened, considering he also did 9-11. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, George Bush Sr. probably helped orchestrate the damn thing. <laughs> that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. He definitely knew it happened. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like, who doesn't know is always very fascinating to me. Like, are there true believers who are still just like, I'm helping Mm -hmm. because it's hard to imagine. Maybe like Jimmy Carter (laughs) is just like, yeah, this is normal. I was going to say Jimmy Carter and maybe like Gerald Ford. Mm. <laughs> that guy like, seems like dumb enough. You could just be like, yep, Jerry, you're president now. Yeah. Uh, don't look into anything. He'd be like, oh, okay, sure. No, oh, I guarantee time? those guys knew. The the ones that like Gerald act Ford like a dumbass sure. in, in public or like mm. a lovable, like, yeah. you know, sweetie pie or whatever, they're... they're <laughs> They're the most evil behind closed doors that, I mean, yeah. that you can possibly imagine. Don- that- uh, Donald Rumsfeld and Gerald Ford were like b- broy as hell. So they, they were roommates. They, they, oh yeah, they, they, they <laughs> and were they were roommates. roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't Rumsfeld like on the like chief of staff for Gerald Ford or yeah, something? And so, then, like mm-hmm. same with Dick Cheney. I think Dick Cheney worked in his cabinet or like. Well, you would imagine whatever. how much younger they were then. Also, he's the only person who was ever president who. Uh, no one voted for because he was not, he didn't run for vice president mm-hmm. or president. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He just really stumbled ass backwards into it like a true Michigan boy, just Absolutely. dumber than a bag of bricks <laughs> and dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah deeply evil. Yeah. yeah. I was just trying to be in Congress, and then I guess some guy named Spiro fucked up, and now I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just think it's really important to, like, you know, uh, and Michael, Michael Judge was talking about this on his episode about this, which I highly recommend. Yeah, sorry, it's only Patreon only, but it's absolutely worth it. You mean the um, guy from King of the Hill? That's right. Uh, <laughs> he's very based. Um, <laughs> but uh, Death Just Around the Corner um, is the podcast. But he was talking about this, like even people who claim to be communist, socialist, whatever, like would talk about this stuff and just be like, yeah, I don't know if it matters. I don't know. Like, I, I think you have to recognize and, and it's like it's kind of wince inducing where it's just like mm-hmm. really smart people can. It's hard to look into this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know what's fact or fiction around this stuff. And it takes a lot of work and reading. Um, But I, I do think that it's exceptionally important because once you understand that we uh, the actual material conditions of how America works. And I think it really starts with understanding uh, the JFK assassination and then most of the CIA activity that follows, including, you know, Iran-Contra and, and you know, all of the wars in the, in the Middle East and, and you know, um, 9-11. Um, it, it, you can't operate as a communist or socialist organization without understanding these things. These kinds of things are very important for anybody who's actually trying to organize or change anything, even mm-hmm. even like labor stuff, because yeah. there's all kinds of history of, of the same people who committed all of these acts, who drew us into a fucking hole. We are in mirror world now. Those mm-hmm. same people are trying to fucking stop you organizing at Amazon, stop you from organizing at DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Like, the 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 game field is stacked against you and you need to understand how we have a whole uh overtime series on that on work stoppage actually about Wonderful. uh the afl's involvement with the cia the mm-hmm. cia workers should unionize <laughs> yeah that's my <laughs> point here <laughs> well so what you're telling me Bryn, is that we don't have a democracy we have that's a right. republic no. If you can keep it. What a fucking stupid country. I hate all those quotes like that, that people act like it's somehow inspiring. Like, yeah, so what we have is a fragile, sort of non-representative system that will easily fall into decay and fascism if you don't work hard at keeping it intact. That's so, good. Uh, we should not change it. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You'll yeah. need it. Yeah, it's, like, and if now, you go back after and listen, hundreds of years of neglect. <laughs> <laughs> American democracy. Like, if you go back and listen to any Obama speech, it's like, mostly it's pablum, and it feels like watching a Hallmark Christmas movie or something. Mm-hmm. But if you can dig through and find the message, it's usually like, America could be cool if we lived up to our ideals, and maybe someday in like 30 years, if we try really hard, we could live up to one of them. I, <laughs> what does I, I that do, mean? I, I do love the idea of watching an Obama speech as a Hallmark movie and being like, oh, Obama, just kiss him already. Why won't you give up your big city ways and learn the joys of a traditional small town life? Have you, uh, speaking of people who like resort to cliches constantly in their speeches, have you guys noticed that uh, Kamala Harris ends every single speech? I, I mean, like, I'm not expecting you all to have watched a lot of Kamala Harris speeches. 
uh-huh. um, unless it, 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 as a sleep aid that mm. might be useful. <laughs> but uh, she I ends every grind speech my with, teeth all night. We don't yeah, want I prefer to, <laughs> to just smash my head into we, a desk. We want to. She says she, we want to be- believe in what can be unburdened by what has been. Mm. Unburdened <laughs> by what has Burdened. been. Just everything that's ever happened. Don't worry Put about that it. out of your Don't mind. Think about it. <laughs> that's I mean, like she... the opposite of dialectical materialism. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Unilectical non-materialism. Yeah. Just one unilectical idealism. Just yeah. believe one thing. Pick a thing, anything. Yeah, believe I mean, it. That, this tracks because every Kamala speech, like her affect, is always like. Don't you guys just love Venn diagrams? I like it. Got the circle and the other circle. And then the part in the middle where the two things, I just love it. And uh, people are always tweeting these speeches and being like, I want whatever like Peruvian uh, <laughs> high test heroin she's on or I'm yeah. trying to get this high tonight. Clonopin is a could, hell of a drug. Uh, yeah. If you could draft um, administrations, like a fantasy draft for mm. government, mm-hmm. I would want a Trump Kamala ticket. I would want that. <laughs> I would, because can you imagine the speeches? Like, oh, good and point. And you could, yeah, like, yeah. In, in this, in my, in my head, I'm also imagining, like, a gameplay mechanic where you can get them both on stage to co-deliver a speech. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be, like, the ultimate, like, no content speech speed run. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like they have to do a press conference and they start like fighting for the microphone. Like Kamala's talking and Trump just reaches over and turns it towards him. So Excuse she has me. to reach back and turn it back towards her. <laughs> that's, just, that's right, Kamala. We need to believe in what can be unburdened <laughs> by what has been. I'm just imagining him being like, and you know, we, uh, we, we, we fought the best war ever that was ever won. Actually, it was, uh, we've never lost and uh, we always win and we won the best. And her just went, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. The, the <laughs> two like of them together man. take on the the uh the like um That's their, horrifying. They're yeah. kinda like Jay and Silent Bob in that regard. Mm. I, I, yeah. I could like I think it's funny if like they would bicker and then maybe like do some shitty Lin Manuel Miranda like sing arguing with each other. But no, like no, the, no, idea, no. the idea that they oh would actually God. yes and each other. No, they've is got a yes and terrifying. Yeah, yeah. No, she's, it could happen. Because she's, <laughs> she's the vice president. So yeah, yeah. it's that's the ticket. I mean, she called Joe Biden a racist and then completely dropped it when she was his vice president. Remember that's that the debate? She was like, that little girl who couldn't get bused to school was me. And then later someone asked her about it and she was like, it was a debate. <laughs> 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 it was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> it was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she's a horrible that's person. so funny. You guys mm-hmm. see that clip where she's like singing the wheels on the bus, but she does not know the melody to the wheels on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. That's a great she, one. She's walking up to like the campaign bus and she's like, the wheels on the bus go round and round. I can't even do it because I like <laughs> like default towards the right way. You to know the way you, have, you have been a normal child at one point. <laughs> I still have a memory of being five. She just like yeah. yells. It's so weird. The last <laughs> like, time the she big, saw the biggest a child grin on was 2005. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was eating that yeah, one. Yeah, I was trussed up. <laughs> like if you accidentally bring a child to a staff meeting at the White House, she just glares at you and goes, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Get what it out it of want? here. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Biden's just like, let me touch his hair. <laughs> oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. This is especially soft. No, no, no really boys until you're at least 14. <laughs> <laughs> his face transforms like Bilbo reaching for the ring at fellowship. <laughs> Give me that, Jack. 
happens. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, What's and, next? And good news, there's a new direct flight opening up from the U.S. to Cuba. Oh, That's from cool. Mexico oh, really? to Cuba, unfortunately. Oh, from Mexico yeah, to Cuba. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Fuck. A much Take cooler news. country than the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Mexico is uh, having their first regular flight, which they have irregular flights. Now you can get a plane from Mexico to Cuba now, but soon they will have a normal all the time passenger, commuter, tourist flight. And uh, I mean, it's pretty cool because uh, it seems like attitudes towards places like Cuba are thawing in many countries and Countries like Mexico, for instance, whose animosity towards Cuba is basically imposed entirely by the United States and otherwise mm-hmm. doesn't exist, right. uh, they're starting to feel emboldened to be like, you know what? Actually, Uncle Sam, shove it right up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to, to go to Cuba. Have you guys ever been? No, no. unfortunately, no. Except for that passport. Just briefly in a, for a couple weeks in 1963. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, we don't like I to was, talk about uh, that. When they asked was whether I was there on business or pleasure, I said... Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, I am. I was there when the towers <laughs> fell. Fulgencio Batista's private apartments. <laughs> I wonder if when someone's going to decide that that's a uh, an ableist question because they're like, um, actually, I suffer from uh, imposter syndrome and anhedonia, <laughs> so I can experience no pleasure. So the fact that you're asking me if I'm here for pleasure, I can't believe it's this. Actually, right now. really fucked it's up. Really fucked you. up. Well, what I want to know is if uh, like a lot of people are going to be able to go and like have vacations and stuff in Cuba now. Presumably, a lot of them will go to Havana, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to run the statistics on how many of them come back with Havana syndrome and compare it to the rate at intelligence. Uh, offices across the United States. Yeah, it's apparently very easy to catch. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Havana 2023. It's going to be worse than the than the COVID pandemic. I mean, and the CIA will tell you like, oh, they're not aiming the ray guns at Mexican citizens. They want to target us. And it's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've walked through a few ray gun beams in my time. If they're out there, I walk a lot. Like, <laughs> it's so funny because I get, cause I get the, my steps in. <laughs> that same thing is happening lately. I don't know if you guys saw the picture of that like female cop who was like flat on her back from quote unquote <laughs> yeah, fentanyl exposure. exposure. <laughs> yeah, no, so I didn't see this. It's like the, the, the cops are always doing this where they like think they touch fentanyl and then have a panic attack and then think that it's a fentanyl overdose. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's articles about it and it's like they're so funny because it's like uh, police department says that uh, she was exposed to fentanyl and then passed out which experts say is impossible it's like this weird hedge where they're like they have to report the facts and science which is like there's no physical mechanism for this to happen even if it did happen this is not the symptoms of a fentanyl overdose you would not be able Mm -hmm. to speak and yell for help and uh this you know there's no scientific way that this. they're absolutely lying but But, they can't say that but cops get to like have whatever bullshit they say printed in the paper so they kind of just have to like do both like which have experts headlines. did did which experts said that they said experts say yeah experts said <laughs> well i mean Doc- like doctors an- i think anybody who works with uh people who are struggling with opiates oh yeah, probably we're not talking about like, like the plug or whatever no no <laughs> yeah. we asked the plug and he said we, that this wouldn't happen we asked <laughs> drug kingpin chili dog <laughs> chili Freeway dog ricky ross does fentanyl actually do this to people and he's just like no man <laughs> not at all. that's not how it works yeah well it's, it's it is here try like, some <laughs> but you gotta imagine like being that editor who's like 
caught between a rock and a hard place where he's like, I think the most we can do is just print that it's not technically possible, but we still have to say it happened because if we contradict police reports, then, you know, all of a sudden we'll mysteriously lose our funding. <laughs> yeah. God, they gave her fucking three doses of Narcan. What a fucking waste. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> why, why would they need, why would one person need three doses? Sometimes I, I think they're just doing this because they want to know what Narcan feels Maybe the Narcan like. Maybe it on the feels shelf good. was reaching its exp- expiration date or something. <laughs> yeah, like, we yeah, got to use this up. It. Somebody dose themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe Narcan feels good. Have you ever done Narcan? No, no, no. Yeah. Maybe it's Coming. like a maybe it's like a fun way to just like get a little high. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you ever been at a party and someone and someone's like taking pills out of a bag and you're, you know, you're curious. You're like, ooh, that's something I like to do. Maybe I'll ask them. I thought, oh, more. shit. And, I and, take and, drugs. And, and they're just like, <laughs> you're like, what's that? And they're like, muscle relaxants. And you're like, so what? <laughs> what? You don't do those at a party. You do those at home. Like, and read a book or something, trying to re- recover from an injury. <laughs> you know what it is, no, though, actually, I figure I have figured it out. Oh. If you're a cop. And you mm-hmm. want a couple of days of vacation sick time, mm-hmm. there you but go. you can't swap shifts with somebody. You go, you just flop on the ground like a soccer player and go, I declare fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> this is an overdose. I promise. It's, it's the cop equivalent of waking up on a snowy day, but it's not snowy enough to get school canceled and you feel mm-hmm. cheated. So you're just like, mom. I have a belly ache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always around Christmas. There's like 700 cops going yeah. to have an overdose. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be gone. Oh, yeah. no, They're until January 13th. <laughs> it just happens to be the day that Avatar Wave of Water comes out. Everyone knows <laughs> what that's like. I that have one, to that be one able Jewish to go. cop is always getting dosed on Shabbos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> they don't, the cops are racist and don't give him any like time yeah, off of course. For, for Hanukkah. <laughs> this isn't a real holiday. <laughs> well, as long as we're talking about fentanyl, apparently uh, they've recently developed a quote unquote vaccine against fentanyl. That doesn't make uh, sense. What? This is in Smith's. It's not Smithsonian, So I, well, that's what I said. I don't understand <laughs> how a vaccine works against an opiate i don't mm-hmm. think that does this is the this is the wrong demographic of people who they think are going to trust vaccines you know what that's, <laughs> yeah. what it is? that's it's to get the blue lives oh matter crowd God. back on board with vaccines oh, uh, there you go. You imagine, they're gonna though, sneak in a covid though, like, vaccine yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hardcore opiate user who's anti-vax who's like <laughs> shooting up and he's like i'm not putting this that is safe body. but if <laughs> if they give me the vaccine it'll be full of nano chips <laughs> <laughs> i know what this is yeah it's it's so weird because I, like i wonder if it's an mrna thing or if it's like they're just trying to get loose with what they think vaccines can mm-hmm. do now but according to the article it's quote unquote still at the study level but mm. they have like you know theoretically all of this could work and it says a vaccinated person would still be able to be treated for pain relief with those drugs mm-hmm. but it would lower the adverse side effects and reduce uh the 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 addictiveness of the drug, mm. which to me is like, man, I really want to believe that's true because that would be that would be a revolution in medicine, honest to God. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sounds a little bit too nice, you know. Like, I think know. it would be uh, in a if this if we lived in sci-fi dystopia, which we live mm-hmm. in real dystopia, which Don't is we? Le- way <laughs> less cool. But this oh. goes absolutely haywire. 
they injected into a bunch of like test subjects who who suddenly lose the ability to feel pain and it leads to the US army developing a new sort of super soldier and then they build like a biomechanical suit around mm-hmm. these super soldiers. Oh, I want mm. I want the cool suit. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's it's going to go to clinical trials pretty soon so we'll find out if it's actually effective at fighting opiate addiction but just thought I'd bring it up because I had never heard of a fucking vaccine for a drug before. So, so the idea, what does it do exactly? I'm sorry. I was... So it, it's fine. It's a, um, it has DMLT, which is derived from E. coli, and it is a ad- adjuvant, meaning that it boosts the immune system's response to vaccines. And then it uh, inoculizes your body, mm. inoculates your body against fentanyl. That would either be. Can you still feel drugs. some of the fentanyl? Yeah, like it would relieve pain. Mm. It would, oh, it would, it, it, so it you would take it. Sh- this is like a performance enhancer for fentanyl users. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh, baby, I'm vaxxed, waxed, and ready to do smack. <laughs> Wait, okay, so you're saying that this drug, Jesus, <laughs> you change you 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 change your body so that it's less likely that you overdose on fent and you can still take it. See, this is every time there's a new insane. technology. Where it's like, hey, we we came up with this drug you can take, like uh, like uh, bupropion and nicotine, mm-hmm. right? People just end up taking the bupropion and still consuming nicotine. Yeah, and or then they're sub. like, they need to consume more nicotine to get a buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way like Suboxone works, where yeah. it's like it's still addictive, right? You're just addicted to like a slightly different yeah this, version of heroin. See, to basically. me, this just sounds like it's invented by the Sackler family. Mm, like this absolutely. is just like we're going yeah. to do, <laughs> we're going to give, uh, we're going to change people's DNA so we can make them take a drug <laughs> that doesn't work. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Why would you do this? Well, I mean, you got to think about who has the money to fund stuff like this mm. they certainly do elon musk um oh, we don't have any evidence that they're funding this do they're we gonna start yeah, well, forcibly injecting this it's into, researchers like, in my drug, eyes drug offenders. <laughs> right well yeah. it's researchers at the university of houston but i would have to look into who donates mm, money to the university okay. of houston mm. and i bet the answers would not shock you so Didn't joe rogan <laughs> just moved to texas maybe he's trying to get it. <laughs> he's trying to finally ride the train safely he's like oh, i want to do fentanyl but it seems too dangerous you ever yeah, do a vaccine, vaccine for dmt bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can hang out with the machine elves all day and you won't even be tripping they're just cool guys yeah. that i like to hang out with <laughs> they show you cool they make you watch cool dvds on their playstation <laughs> i made a i made a vaccine that turned young jamie into a machine elf <laughs> <laughs> jamie's like no i'm still myself uh, joe they i should, take a vaccine they should develop a vaccine that lets you drive when, when you've had a few beers no, that now we're be, talking. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Why do we need a vaccine for fentanyl? All right, well, a I mean, vaccine like, that makes beer make you drive less bad. I've, yeah, been, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of sci-fi audiobooks, and one trope that shows up that I don't think gets talked about in science fiction very much is uh-huh. authors love to include some kind of technology or pill or something that just instantly makes you sober. And if we had yeah. that, it would be a great technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that Star Trek has that the synthahol, and then all of a sudden you're. you're fucking shwasted and then you take a different drink and then you're like i'm fine i can play yep. tennis that's Ready just to go. that's just slamming a white monster after you after you've had <laughs> yeah. and yeah. getting behind the wheel of your lifted dodge ram pickup. that's yeah. right <laughs> we already have this technology it's just quite primitive at this yeah. <laughs> yeah they just have sci-fi white monster yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, Picard going into the holodeck and just like trying a white monster with Worf. And he's like, what is this disgusting human drink? <laughs> it's an ancient serum. <laughs> <laughs> from the year 2020. Yeah. From a more primitive time in human yeah. <laughs> Picard gets bored of doing Dixon Hill, like uh, hard-boiled cop stuff. And he's like... I want to role play as a, a guy named Kyle who's drunk driving. <laughs> Only defense <laughs> is to drink white monster. It's very difficult, Guinan. W- Worf, show me how to do something called rolling coal. <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand, Captain. Is there actually coal rolling in your truck? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. This has Worf, been BB put, put, put the holodeck to Charlottesville, August. 2017 <laughs> let's go to, let's go. me up your finest tiki torch <laughs> I hear there's a lot of guys uh, who know about cars yeah. <laughs> after that let's do a little January 6th just for fun a little cheeky January 6th I like the idea that like the history gets so fucked up that they just think that's a, a car convention yeah <laughs> <laughs> the idea that people are like we should be Donald Trump is great for the white race, feels too stupid to understand. So they're just like, yeah, it was a car <laughs> convention, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a patio furniture sale. Yeah, it was a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Beep Beep Lettuce. This has been a fun one. Appreciate having you here. If you'd like to hear more of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash Lettuce and get a bonus episode every week. You get Discord access. You can hang out in there. Uh, if you like to hear our other shows, you can listen to Work Stoppage with John. You can listen to Generation Loss with me. You can listen to my uh, show about the cure called uh, Close Sick. to Me. It's new. Um, yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, I guess that's all the plugs. Follow us at Twitter at WeedPod. And until next time, goodbye. Stay toasty. Be on, y'all. Be on. Be on. <laughs>